Welcome to Bundesliga Recap. I'm going to be recapping all the transfers that have happened that involve the Bundesliga. But first, just going to give a quick recap to what happened in the Olympics, as I was covering that before. Two rounds have happened since I last um, covered it. It was the quarterfinals and then the semifinals just happened. Mexico did beat South Korea 6-3. to three. I had South Korea going on. That was a surprise. Wow. Um, no one played defense. Henry Martin scored two goals. Cordova scored two goals. Huang scored two goals for South Korea. So that was quite an interesting game. thought that was going to go a lot differently. But, or no, Huang only scored two goals. Lee scored. Or Han only scored one goal. Lee scored two. Very interesting way. Did not think the game was going to go that way. But it did. And I thought South Korea played fine. But obviously six goals cannot happen. So, that I mean, they had to fix that. So Mexico moved on to the semifinals. Then in the other uh, quarterfinal on that side of the bracket, Brazil edged out Egypt. one um, nothing. Cunha got the goal, but and he really needed that because he's been struggling this tournament. He struggled in the Germany game, hadn't hadn't had the greatest performances. Gets a goal, starts feeling much better. He's got, I believe, two now, so that's much better. But moving on from that, on the other side, Japan versus New Zealand went into a penalty shootout. Japan came up on top. They had all four of their players make it, and New Zealand had four players take it, and only two of them make it. Chris Wood, the most famous player on this New Zealand team, did make his, but misses from Concadence and Lewis sent um, the Kiwis packing. Then, then it was Spain versus um, Ivory Coast, and that was an absolute blowout. But it took till extra time for that to really happen. It's, this one goes back a while. So it starts with Bailey getting a goal in the in what is the first or in the tenth minute of the game. Then Omo equalizes. Then Gradle scores. Gradle scores in the ex- in uh, stoppage time, thinking Ivory Coast have won- just won this game, have knocked out the tournament favorites. Rafa Mir scores the tying goal, saves Spain. Then, in extra time, Orzabal got a goal off of a penalty. Mir scored another one, and then completed his hat-trick. And then, so that meant, obviously, Spain going through 5-3. It was a great performance, especially by Mir, but more importantly, just the Spain team came together and finished that one off. That was really good for them. Then Spain and Japan met, and Spain had to go to another extra time. And they pulled it out again, thanks to, largely in part to, uh, Marco Asensio with a beautiful strike, looked really calm, composed. I mean, I think that also comes for... He plays for Real Madrid, so he should be quite calm and composed, but that worked out very well from Spain's perspective. Then the other semifinal, Brazil won 4-1 to on pens. It was a 0-0 game. Went to penalties. Dani Alves, Mart- Martinelli, 
Gumaras, and Rainier all scored penalties, while Carlos Rodriguez was the only one to score out of Mexico's three shooters. Vasquez and Ari Arguri missed their penalties, which sent Mexico to the bronze medal game versus Japan, and Brazil versus Spain will be the final. I got I missed the Mexico versus Korea prediction. I thought Me- Korea would go on. I had Brazil beating uh, Egypt. I did have Japan beating New Zealand, and I had Spain beating um, Ivory Coast. So that I got most of them right. I had Brazil and Spain. I believe they. I didn't. I believe, which is a very, which I think was pretty easy. And I thought. And I thought Japan was also the favorite. I think the only upset to really win was Mexico, and that was a crazy game. But I mean, you look at it. It's It's the two. There was two teams that made the final that were from South America and Europe, in the entire quarterfinals. Those teams are in the final. Just shows that they're still as dominant in, between those continents. And so I believe Brazil, I believe Brazil will just edge Spain out. I feel like Spain's extra time luck will run out, and Brazil will win it. I believe Japan will beat Mexico, leaving Mexico sitting fourth and no medal for them. I think Spain will get the gold, Brazil with the silver, Japan with the bronze. Those could predict- predictions could be completely wrong, but. We'll see how it goes. Now, moving back to Bundesliga, and I will start um, uploading podcasts every Tuesday, sometimes on Fridays, but mostly every Tuesday. Especially if there's a midweek, if there's a midweek uh, match day, I will be uploading on Friday. But as of right now, there's not too many in the future, so I'm just gonna be uploading on Tuesdays. But here's a transfer. Here's all the big transfers that have happened. Alba from Bayern to Real Madrid. It was free because it was the last year of his contract. It was a massive move, which saw Bayern need to go replace him. They got Darren Umpernacano for $42.5 million from Leipzig, which triggered a whole lot of... But also what happened was Jerome Boateng left Bayern. Still hasn't really found a club, but... He hasn't had a whole ton of suitors either, which I think is quite surprising as experience he has and just his overall character and the way he's performed in these last few years. I believe he really deserves a good transfer, but unfortunately, that's not really happening to him as of now. Oh, but Econo went to Bayern, which triggered Leipzig to go get a ton of defenders. They've got Guardiol from... Dynamo Zagreb for $18 million. He's a very young defender, very promising. Did not have a great Euros with Croatia, but he's a very promising defender, very young. I feel like he could be a good replacement. So Makano from Leipzig. Also, he was he was worth $15 million from um, RB Strasbourg, um, which is in French, the French League. He's also a young defender who I who's relieving. Conte from Liverpool who left Leipzig for $40 million. So Leipzig had a great transfer window. They sold Umpenokano and Conte, and then made and broke even when they grabbed Silva for 23 Graviold for 18 and Simikan for 15 among other transfers, but those are just the headliners. Also, they got Henriks from AS Monaco, which is another great transfer. He's a good right back. They got several solid options that are young, 
good defenders that I think could really improve. Then Dortmund had to had to get in on the transfers as they got Molland for $30 million. I just want to talk about this one. This, I think, is an amazing piece of business. Really good young player from PSV Eindhoven. I think he can make an insane start to this season. But I'm so surprised he was only worth $30 million. But then you think about it and you go, why was he only worth that much? And in my opinion, it was because he was just he was in the Netherlands for so long. He's only 22 years old. But he was just stuck in the Netherlands for a while. And there wasn't and no one was really coming after him. This is a great stepping stone for him. If he does well, like he should. He got 19 goals last year in the Dutch League. Like I think he can really make a statement with good coaching, being under Erling Holland, seeing what he's doing. I think the I think Dortmund's piece of business is excellent because I think they will sell Erling Holland for a ton of money next year, most likely. And that will send Mullen up to the striker, and they can maybe refuel that. He'll go up for a bunch of money, and then they get more money. Dortmund are so good at developing young players. Not to mention that they have Reyna. They've got Yusun Mokuku. They've got Knuff. They've got so much talent. It's ridiculous. They're blowing at the seams. I think, honestly, right now, I think for Dortmund, they just have to keep the mid their uh, attacking talent and just their talent in general going. So I think that's what they did. But then they did sell a massive one, and this is why they made a bunch of money, is they sent Sancho to Manchester United for approximately $93 million. I've heard different amount of money, but I'm I'm thinking it's right around 90 to 93. I don't think any lower than that. Or maybe even 95. I've heard several different numbers. But then, so that was a massive signing for them. The fact that they got him and still made money off of, and still made money from this transfer window, getting other players, but mainly getting Mullen. They also got Koble from, I believe, Stuttgart. As a keeper, young keeper, $15 million. I think that's good because Dortmund have had a lot of keeper problems. This could turn out to be a very good and long, like he could have a long career at Dortmund, he could have a bad career at Dortmund, or he could be a massive sell-on. I don't know what's going to happen. That that could go so many different ways. And then Kasanu um, to Leverkusen for $23 million. That's another really good signing from them. But, I mean, even other country, even other... Teams were selling like Gonzalez went to Florentina for twenty three point five million. That was a good set, um, in my opinion. Sell from Stuttgart. They got rid of a player. You don't really want to necessarily get rid of one of your best players, but for twenty three point five million, with the financial situation that everyone's in with COVID, I don't think they're complaining at all. Cordoba went to Krasnodar, and I thought he was going to be a key player for Hoffenheim this season, but selling him for twenty million. To a Russian club, that's really, really good business, and I think is in very, very, very good. Oh no, Hertha Berlin, my bad. Hertha Berlin, that was a great business by Hertha Berlin. I think that was extremely smart and a very good tactic. Now, all these transfers uh, were at least fifteen million. There's other several transfers that happened. These were just the main ones, obviously involving almost all the main clubs, but. I think the Bundesliga is going to be very, very interesting this year. There are several new teams um, to the Bundesliga that haven't been up in a little while. So I think that's extremely interesting. 
and I think will be very fun to watch. Grant Further haven't been in a little while. And then there's several other teams that haven't been up for a little while, like Bulkim. And then, um, like, moving up, like, this is a, one of the first times where there's, I believe, three new teams, which is extremely interesting, and I think will be monitored well. Actually, I believe it's only two. Grant Further and Bauckham are the new two teams, which is extremely interesting. I predict that it, the table will, will look a lot like um, it was last year. I think the Bundesliga will be very much interesting as the, there are so many new coaches, which I'll cover in a later podcast, probably the next one. I'll talk about all the coaching changes and that sort. But I will be, um, next Tuesday, I'll be previewing the Bundesliga. I'll give all my, what I believe the table's going to look like, the top score, top assists, and, like, top, t- like, best defender. I'll give out, like, my predictions for, um, just, like, different awards and stuff. Even though they don't really exist, I'll give them out at the end of the year. But I really do think the Bundesliga will be very interesting this year just because all the new coaches, the new players, the new systems, which players will break out, which players will continue their form from last year, which players will drop off, I don't know. Also, another very interesting story. Silas Wamanatuka from Stuttgart. That was a very, very interesting story. He was a massive breakout star last year, and he is suspended for three months because of what happened with him forging his name. So he, he's his um his name is Silas Kompana Matavo Matava Matapa. I'm completely butchering that, but. He went under a false name. It was pretty. It's pretty obvious. It was pressured by his agent. I don't know the full story, but he was. He's out for three months. That won't affect him because he has an injury that will probably keep him out to mid-November. But it was very interesting to to see this all play out. He is fine under the legal circumstances, and it seems like Stuttgart will take legal actions against his agent. But that is a crazy story, and that is quite interesting. And it's actually it's very interesting that it happened to one of the Bundesliga's rising stars. But that will wrap it up for this week's Bundesliga recap. Thank you for listening. If you like this, please share it with your friends. Um, and have a great day. Bye.